This is the ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Sports fans, welcome. Of course, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. And although I can't hear myself, I'm hoping that you can hear me. You know, it's been a uh, Great week for sports, and uh, now, of course, uh, is the day of which we look forward to, and that is our chance, and that is Fan Man and myself, uh, gets a chance to speak to those listeners out there who, some of you had a great weekend, others of you, ah, it was not so good, but it was a great weekend for football, and so, uh, as Eddie Murphy says, uh, Fan Man, how are you doing? I am the prophet. Oh, gosh. The prophet of doom. <laughs> no, come on. Cardinal, we're, we're not going to go into that anymore. I don't want to speak. Pardon me? Oh, yeah. oh I'm, I'm awake now. We're not. We're, we're, uh, 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 so you, you, so you're, t- you're saying you're asleep, huh? Yeah, I've I, I in a, I've been in a, in a coma since last night. It's, well, it's, it feels like a familiar feeling. Well, come on. It can't be familiar. And I know where you're going, and that's a, an attack right at me because, as you all know, I'm new here to the Valley, and I'm a team player, so I come in, and I, maybe I'm a homer. I don't hey, know, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. but I, I just wanted to give him an opportunity, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I thought as if the Arizona Cardinals hey, hey. had a chance to do something special last night, and I thought they would, and they didn't. Right. You know what? I want to say this one thing to you. I, You know, you were wrong. I was right. And uh, don't have to, but I, I don't, don't have to go there like no, that. No, no, but I just want to say that you know I feel sorry for you. And that I want you to understand that I've been here for 20 years watching this. And last night I watched it. And it seems to me that this loss was so devastating that the, the fans now need divine intervention. It was, they, they, it, they, it, they, it was, not, it was not a devastating loss. It was, it was, it it was, was a, to the fans of this it, it being spun like we have been spun since April. Since, no, since January when they brought Weisenhunt in. Okay, here from now are, on at this point in time as we do this show, you are not allowed to use that word spun again because they're not spinning you. They're doing the you, best what, they possibly can. Well, no, you know what, Ray? I, I wanted to see the secrets that were held back in preseason. Okay, okay. And, and, and I, I never do this secrets. with you, but I, I'm going to agree with you on that. I mean, because you again, told me I, they had secrets. You know, well, you know, again, it, it was what was reported by the local media here. And again, uh, I don't so always like to say you and I, I don't want to say you and I are media. We're sports talk show hosts. Yeah, we're not in the media. And so they we're, won't we're allow just us. kind of fans. They you won't know, allow we're, us we're in the media. A, you know, we're fans of the game. You're a fan man. And, of course, you know, I'm a former player. But let me just say this. I read things just like you did. I saw yeah. the coach. I, call, I saw Wiz on TV just as you did. And he said that he wasn't opening up everything in preseason, that they didn't want to show everything. And basically, I, too, thought we were going to see something like what? different last night. We didn't night. see anything different. Well, we saw Bolden lined up in the backfield one time, and I think he ran the ball for a first down. But I, I, I didn't see any new wrinkles. I didn't see any imagination last night at all. You know, the bottom line was the in the second half when they came out, and they were at the 20-yard line, and I was so embarrassed for this team. I watched them go through penalties after penalties after penalties and get drugged all the way back to, like, the five-yard line or the two-yard line. It really doesn't matter because they were already back in the corner, and they had to work their way back up again. And the, and the fans in San Francisco were just making it even worse by screaming and yelling at them, and they just fell apart. It was unbelievable. And then, you know what? I thought, okay, now they're going to win the game. They had 60 seconds, 65, minute and a half, minute and five seconds or whatever. Whatever it was, they're coming down the field and they just squander the four-point lead. Well, they just blow the lead, and it was on Green when Green 
had when they when he caught the ball, the 49er caught the ball, and he went over the plane and he got hit and fumbled the ball. And Green's job was to make sure that he landed on that ball. And if he would have landed on that ball, he would have won the game. And that's what they do in training camp, right? Well, I, I think you they teach that. You've okay. gone from the first play of the game to the very end of the game, and there were many the things sucked. that happened in between. No, there, of which the game was not lost. As a, as a former player. You know, you take the onus upon yourself and you say that, okay, I should have recovered that fumble, which would have then, you know, sealed the game for us and and we would have won. But the team collectively, including the coaches, will have to come out and say that that play did not lose the game. The game was lost very early in the game. I, I remember one time in particular was probably something historic where you come out after, you know, the kickoff of the second half and you got the ball, you know, first and 10, you know, and next thing you know, it's second or third and 25. 25 yards, right. You get, you know, three consecutive penalties. And this is a team that was just left, the, you know, left the locker room where obviously what was going to happen was that the coach obviously was – going into the locker room to maybe motivate they all, this maybe team. Maybe they were all crying in there. Well, he was supposed to motivate them. They were supposed to come out. They were supposed to be okay. fired up and yeah. charged. And, okay. and, and, Char- and look Let's what go. happened. And look what happened. And you know what? The defense played well, and the defense was stingy. They basically held them, held the 49ers down until the last drive of the game. And I don't know what happened. They had the game won, and they blew it like they always blow it. And they've blown these type of games, right, over the last 20 years, speaking for the fans, and this has to stop. I mean, San Francisco should have, should have not won that game. Listen, Carter you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. The Prophet. <laughs> Who used to be fan <laughs> man. And if you'd like to give us a call, you can give us a call at 866-TOLL-FREE, of course. 866-472-5788. Again, that number is 866-472-5788. Well, you know, I, I really think that there was good football games going on. That game before... If you saw the first Monday night game of the double hitter, oh, Baltimore and you saw, and and you saw the Ravens, you saw oh, yeah. very good football teams. That was teams. very good football. And there were football teams. They, too, made mistakes. But not like came, the Cardinals did. Well, they, they, well if, you, if you look at it, really, the Ravens had something like six turnovers. But the fact that they had six turnovers and they were still in the game, the fact that their starting quarterback got hurt and was hurt early in the game but continued to go oh, on, yeah. their star linebacker, you know, mm-hmm. may have torn his bicep mm-hmm. or, or something of that nature. They, the offensive, their starting all-pro offensive lineman was, again, out of the game. But yet still, they were still able to compete. With a team that could possibly win that division, the Cincinnati Bengals, but I think you saw, you know, I think you saw the elite of the NFL, and then when the, the second game came the on, bottom of the NFL. we saw the bottom of the NFL. Now, you know what gets me when I was watching the game last night? I was saying to myself, wait a minute, the Cardinals are playing a low, a low team, a low life team in the 49ers. They're trying to rebuild just like the Cardinals are. Now the Cardinals have to play Seattle, and then they got to play Baltimore. And I'm sitting there going, how are they going to get through this? How is this going to happen unless they, they get their act together? But what I saw last night, uh, I saw in preseason, they didn't win a game. And everybody says preseason doesn't count. Preseason does count, fans. The preseason says we got our act together. The third game of the preseason was what you were going to see, and that's exactly what you saw. You saw a team that is not disciplined, does not have their act together, does not know how to handle uh, how to handle how to win when it when you need to win. And that when they had that when San Francisco had that ball down at the twenty yard line, I said, "There's no way that San Francisco is going to get down to the bottom at the end of the field." The way the defense was playing, the defense was stingy, and you could say whatever they want. They played great, and then they blew it. I, I 
I just don't understand well, why. You know, I, where's I, the motivation to win the game? Well, I, you know what? I, I, Where? I, I, I like a couple of things that you said there. You yeah, know, well, like you, what? You sound like an intelligent football fan. I am. When you said that they don't know how to win. <laughs> they and you're, you're right, because that's what happens to a mature football team is you know how to win. And that that's not just football. That one sport that all football players, basketball players or whatever, we talk about the instincts of a boxer and a boxer knows when he has his his person his fellow opponent in trouble and and you've got to put him away mm-hmm. the diamondbacks who have won a world series championship yeah. here you know and bought a championship here to the valley they know how to win as a matter yeah. of fact they were also playing san francisco last night mm-hmm. and they were down I, I think it was uh two three or something like that mm-hmm. in the ninth inning and they went for the juggler and they won and they won the game yeah. and, and that's got to be something that this team has to do now I admit that there was a point in the game of which uh, we had the ball with about six minutes or something to go. We turned the ball over. We we didn't we didn't score. We didn't we didn't maintain. Now we were trying to establish our running game. We went out to prove yesterday. Well, that's what that uh, we were going to be right. a smash muff football team. Hardcore. And it, it it was adequate for who we were playing last night. Yeah, but if I, they were playing Cincinnati, or, or I'm sorry, not Cincinnati, but Seattle or Baltimore, what do you think that would happen? Well, again, you play to the level of your competition for that particular game. Okay. And sometimes it could be an ugly win. And San Francisco. Is Admitted that last night was an ugly win, it but when it's all win. said and done, they won. The only thing you count is the win, and we have to count, unfortunately, the, the loss. loss. But I'll tell you what: there were times, particularly where whatever our our attitude was going to be, whatever the persona, whatever you know, we wanted people to remember us as a smash mouth defensive football team mm-hmm. or a smash mouth offensive team. If you remember, I talked to you about situation football, right? And okay. when, when it came time for us to play situation football. When it was on the line, we didn't win. We we didn't we didn't stop the run when we needed to stop the run. Right. We didn't stop the pass when we needed to stop the pass. We didn't contain the quarterback when we had him, you know, in the pocket and should have sacked him. And on the last play of the game, for in order for them to win, they ran a reverse on us. Yeah, and and it, yeah, and the person it, you got to stay home backside. You yeah. can't lose contain. You got. You know, I'm sitting there going, "What's going on here? And Why we, are they doing we, this? We, we, we've just yeah, it's all the time though, right? It's not. You know what? After a while, you get sick and tired of seeing this, and it's it's consistent every year. I mean, they were five and eleven last year, and the way that game was played. Played um, last night. I, I, I predict five and eleven. There is no way that they're going to be. Well, I, I don't want to say five and eleven, but we, you, you know, know we're going to go through that schedule like we did. And and I, and I I got to admit that I thought if there was a chance, and this is this to me, and I said I said this last week on the show that I didn't want to say that there was a must win, but believe it or not, for the first game of the season for us, I thought this was a must win for the simple fact I wanted this team to get off on a positive note, but then also. I looked at the next few games, and I thought, boy, if you don't beat San Francisco and, and, and you don't have that, you know, that confidence level that you can go in and beat San Francisco, then what's going to happen when Seattle comes here well, or you go to the Ravens? Right. Well, the Seattle, Seattle's coming here, so we should see maybe a different uh, uh, team, maybe. I mean, they're going to be at their home field. It'll be packed. Well, uh, if, uh, you know, yeah, you'll get, the, you'll get the energy of the home team that'll be coming in. But Seattle is going to be a team, you know, very much like San Francisco. They're, they're going to come in and uh, they're going to have their stud. You know, and Alexander's going to come in here and he's going to try to run the ball, you know, down our throats. And we're going to have to see what uh, what we can do. But before uh, before we go further, what I, I want to do is I, I just first of all, I want to, uh, you know, take the time out just to acknowledge, you know, it's one of those things where, 
you know, we, we never forget and we must always remember what happened on this day, uh, 9-11. Six, six years ago. Yeah, and so uh, um, just, uh, you know, a moment of which, uh, of reflection, you know, a moment of just uh, honoring those troops that are out there to continue to fight as a result of what happened on yes. 9-11. And just to those families who, who lost loved ones, we just want you to know that our prayers are out there for you. And, and then I want to go from that into, uh, and let me just take a moment of silence for that. Okay, and then I'd, I'd like to, uh, you know, acknowledge the fact that, uh, you know, again, you know, one of our, one of my uh, colleagues, you know, as, as a former player, you know, and I am a person who sits here today as a result of a retired football player because of, of a, an neck, injury. a neck injury, mm-hmm. you know, and I was laid out on that field the same way he was, mm-hmm. not moving, not knowing, only know this because my wife told me she saw it on TV and all those things, but... You know, my prayers are just for him. I, I felt that pain. I knew what he was going through. I, you know, in the last game that I played in, which was not the game that I was injured in, it was a game, AFC championship game, the fumble against the Denver Broncos. I actually made a tackle and was just like him. My body was twitching and I couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. But I prayed to good Lord, just something happened and, and I, I was able to get up and, and uh, go on with the next play. But I, I, you know, I pray for this young man. Football is not the most important thing in the world. For those people out there that think, you know, you get paid all this money because of that, money has nothing to do with that. Money is what we pay you to go out and perform. And you're listening to Voice America Sports with Ray Ellis and Fan Man, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to Black Athlete Sports Unlimited with your host, Roland Rogers, for a peep inside the black box and for lively, interactive conversations about anything sports. Roland, guests, and even you, the sports fan, now have an open forum to discuss the sport that you love at any level. That's Black Athlete Sports Unlimited with your host, Roland Rogers, Thursday afternoons at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You can't hold me down, I'm a black champion. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Yeah, okay, we're back, and we're still yapping over here. We can't even stop talking. We're, so we're going at it so bad. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Show on the VoiceAmericaSports.com. 
website, and uh, we're uh, welcome that you're here. Cardinal fans, if you're listening anywhere in the country, if you'd like to call in, you may do so. The uh, toll-free number, 866-472-5788. Again, uh, 866-472-5788. And I just want to finish what I was saying, because that's what saying? we were talking about off the air. You know, as many times, oh. many times you'll hear people talk about the fact that, you know, that's why athletes get paid so much money because of, you know, the high risk of injury. No, athletes get paid so much money because they have a product that is in such great demand that there is enough revenue to pay them based upon the fact that they perform a service or if that's what you want to call it. Let's say they, 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 this entertainment is in such high demand that there's enough there to pay you. Right. It has so, nothing to do right. with the injury factor. So, so anyway, because if so, that's the case, as I told you, right. those people up in airplanes, those, right. so let me ask you a question. They should be so getting paid a lot. Is the NFL going to take care of this player? Well, I'll tell you what. See, the NFL should take care of this player to the, de- to the, ex- to, to the degree of they, how much they're obligated to take care of him. I don't know. I don't know either. But that, I, I, I can tell you this, him. that the, the insurance should pick up every single bill that he has because you can believe that the best surgeons that were available were performing that surgery on him yesterday. As they said, you know, expeditiously, they went right to work with him. And there's a young man, boy, from, uh, boy, from Penn State University. And, oh, boy, for the life of me, I wish I could remember his name. I met him. I went to the hospital mm-hmm. to see him. He played against Ohio State University in a football game. He was a freshman, mm-hmm. starting as a freshman. And he got hurt. He broke his neck. They saved his life on the football field. And now. This seems like the very type of injury of which his life had to be saved right there. If they didn't go to work on him right there, he was, he was gone. Then, and then those EMS people in that truck, they, they did a tremendous job. So, yeah, you know, and that's the only reason why, you know, the money always comes up. This is one of those things where people understand. Yeah, but now you're talking about life. There's, there's, it's, priceless. Yeah, it's priceless. It's priceless. Anyway, talking about injury reports, guess what? Alan Branch of the Cardinals, you know, they just drafted him. He has a fractured left hand. Wait, wait. Now, I, I didn't see Allen hurt his hand. When did he hurt his hand? In the game I don't last know. Night? Did he play last night? I, I didn't hear his name. I didn't hear his name either. Yeah, so if he's, if he's got a fractured left But listen, that, there's nothing wrong Maybe with Maybe he's it. doing something else with his left hand. As a high school player, oh. they used to take my cast off every game for me to play, and I was a receiver. So he could, he's got to play. He can play. He can, all he got to do is just you know, wrap it up. Put a, It becomes a club. He just can't use it. But he can play. Well, you know, uh, on offense, um, yeah, it got a little bit better that much. The offense didn't look like a Maserati or anything in the preseason, but when the coaches turned the key, the thing ran the way it was designed for the most part, which wasn't good enough to win the game. Cardinals should have been able to score points this year. They have a history of hurting the 49ers with the pass, and that was kind of sloppy. 49ers spent uh, money, major money upgrading their defense in the offseason, and they acquired certain players. Now, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I, well, you let, know, me, I let me say so, this. I, I, I was devastated last well, night. Well, I wasn't devastated. I let me sleep. say this. They upgraded. I was so upset. If you look at what they did last night, and I would say based upon going in, whatever the game plan was, and it seemed like the game plan was to establish the running game. On, on offense to establish the running game. And it did not look like, like most teams, whereas your running game opens up your passing game because that never happened. Uh, you know, we have some, uh, in terms of a tandem, we're supposed to have, you know, the best tandem in football out there. We got Fitzgerald and we got Bowden, you know, and, I mean, we probably had 100 yards passing last but night. See, is so, that? But here, here's the thing. They have been given two Monday night football games last year with Chicago. And what they did, they, they, they just melted away against the Bears when they blew a 20 to nothing lead. And last night, they were winning the game again. And they blew the lead and lost the game. What is it with this team? Well, there was things- I, I'm telling you, the, the, the Kratnels are 
the, the, the Crabnels have, there, there must be some kind of curse on them because that team should have won last night and they didn't. I think the Bidwells need to go. The Bidwells need to get out of here. They've got to bring new ownership in here because there's something wrong. I mean, they bring in you a great coach. Cannot, they bring in a great offensive cannot. line coach. They bring in Liner. They bring in, they bring in, um, you know, they got JJ Arrington. They got all these great players. They got two of the best wide receivers in the NFL and, they lose the game. You can't I mean, blame that. Listen, not, there comes a point in time, what? like anything that you I'm, do I'm in this world, right. where everybody everybody has to be held accountable. The football team has to be held accountable for what happened last night on the football field. And they didn't make the plays when it was time for them to make plays. Well, it's, yeah. not, it's not, it's not I, management. I, I understand that, but why not make the play to win the game? They, they management, the game. management gave this team, at this particular time, all the tools that they needed necessary to go in to win that game last night. We should have won that football game. And by the way, it was probably one of the boringest football it games. Was. It, it was. And I, I, I cannot believe was, that, that the, 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 the team of which Mike and Mike and uh, Mike Golick, who, who I know quite well, and, uh, you know, Coach Dicka, you know, and the other Mike, you know, there were statistics that should have been given to them they so, were they could, so they could have given it to the fans because i I, I got to believe that that was a record for the lowest amount of, uh, you know, yards gained offensively and defensively combined. Yeah, it was terrible. You know, it, you know, passing had to be a record. Rushing had to be a record. And, and again, you know, you want to think that it was a great defensive, you know, battle between the two defenses. Well, you know why but they're not that good defense. You know why? You know, the, the, the game wait, before wait, that, those were good right. defenses. You know why teams. they were saying that? Because they were bored. Yeah, and I, I, I think they were bored. They you were know, bored. I, I really they, they didn't know what to say. They, they, they were excuses. Listen, don't listen. You, you, you look at the, the quarterbacks last night. You know, you take those guys combined and the amount of money they make, and you need several armored trucks to come in. That's right. I'm That's sorry, a, those guys last night did not look like they earned their money. No, they didn't. They are not that good at all. No, they're not. And they, so, and they know, kept on saying, you know what they kept on saying was, uh, they he's like, the youngest quarterback. The youngest in quarterback. And, and, and you know what? Here's what they said: If you know, if Leonard would have dropped out of school in his junior year, he would have been drafted by San Francisco, and he would be playing for San Francisco now. They kept on saying, and Smith stuff. would have been our quarterback. And, and, yeah, I guess so. That's what they were saying. Well, but we, you know what? They didn't know what else to say. They were just they were bored out of their skulls. You, you, you like, can't make on, excuses for those. You can't make excuses for pro football players. Yeah, I, and it's just like, what are they going to do? And, and uh, you know, oh, they showed Mike Singletary on the sidelines with the San Francisco. And I'm watching them, and they didn't know what to do. They're panning the camera, you know, into the fans because there was nothing happening on the field. They never do that kind of stuff. They're always on the field. They're always waiting for that next play. And it was like, come on, let's get something going here. And it was like, it was sloppy to say. I mean, it was so sloppy. Did you see a great hit last night? No. Not a great Not hit. Not a great hit. You know, no. uh, you know what else I didn't where's see? Where's the attitude? You know what else I didn't see? I didn't see a wide receiver run down that field. And open his arms up. And a couple times, Liner tried it, and he missed every time. That ball would go right over over the. Well, well no, Never. Matt, we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't try to attack them vertically. That that was something that I didn't. Understand. Oh, you know what they kept on saying too. Oh, look at the man-to-man coverage. Their man-to-man coverage. You're telling me that not one of those, the tight end, the wide receivers, the wideouts, couldn't get open for the whole game? Let me explain this. I mean, come Let me on. explain this to those listeners that are out there. Any event that I was to go to a football game, and I didn't know, you know, just my knowledge, but let's say I didn't know if it was a high school game, a college game, or a pro game. If I looked at the passing game, I could tell you what it is. And let me explain to you what I mean by that. When you go to a high school football game and you see the passing of the quarterback, first of all, the guy's arm isn't that strong. And second of all, when he ca- when the receiver finally does catch a pass, he's pretty he's wide open. When you go to a college football game, the quarterback's arm is a little stronger. Yep. And then not only that, yep. 
the receiver who may be open, but the chances are that he's going to be open, but he's going to be tackled you know, pretty soon. Immediately. When you go to a pro football game, the quarterback is able to deliver a pass, particularly the pass of which all quarterbacks are judged by, is the out pass. That out pass is supposed to be like on a 90-degree angle, and it is supposed to be like a laser. Right. And not only that, now you look at the defensive side of the ball, and what should happen on that pass it should almost be intercepted. The mm-hmm. guy should get tackled as soon as he, as soon as he catches, get, catches it, it or it should be knocked down. Now, you didn't see any of that last night nope. by any of those quarterbacks nope. or that passing game. Nope. So that tells you something about That's the why quality so of those quarterbacks. And, and not something else. Because of the fact that when you throw that ball to that receiver and he's going to get tackled immediately or it may get deflected so or it may get, get intercepted, the receiver's not going to be wide open. Right. The great quarterbacks, they throw those passes where you're thinking, how in the world did he catch that pass? Did, yeah, you didn't see that last night. And that is, and, and see, great quarterbacks, they're like gunslingers. They have no fear. They throw passes that people say, what did he throw that for? Yeah. And but, they complete them. Yeah, some of the passes sometimes, even on Sunday, watching all the NFL games, I watch Chicago. Look at Chicago and uh, San Diego. That was a boring game for the first half. And then all of a sudden, San Diego, man, just put the burners on. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there they, was a game, and I, I can't remember what game it was, but somebody threw a pass that it had to be five or six DBs in the pitcher, in the picture. and it was completed for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah amazing. And, and I'm telling you, we got a guy who can do that. Who is that? Who's sitting on our bench. And that's Kurt Warner. That's Kurt Warner. And I think you're 100% right. After last night's game, I think Weinert has maybe two or three more tries at this. And if he doesn't get it together with those wide receivers, if he doesn't get it together and the scrambling, I mean, he runs like a little uh, boy. He well, that's no, another thing. He has you know, no balls when he runs. This is, this is a new era of quarterbacks. And those guys who years ago used to talk about in order to be a quarterback in the NFL, you've got to be a pocket passer listen you can't do that anymore you can't sit in the pocket in the nfl anymore and think you're going to deliver passes you know for 200 300 yards you've got to be able to use all of your skill sets and as a matter of fact after the game when they interviewed smith that's one thing that he talked about right was he talked about he was able to make a play with his feet you have got to be able to use your head your arm and your feet in order to win in the national football well you know what smith last night when he pulled that stunt right at the end and he ran up the field that's what we're talking about Liner didn't do that, and when he did it, he well, ran to the sidelines. Smith, Smith, you know what Smith said? Smith said, "We're going to win this game." That's what he said. Well, that, I saw, that's I, an attitude. That, that's, that an is, a, that, that's an attitude. That yeah. is an attitude. Atti- yeah. And, and the players, you know, they feed off of that. They feed off that. Attitude. That's he, your he's leader. leader. He's the leader. And they were talking about that in the beginning with um, with um, uh, not Golick, but the other coach, uh, Mike Dicker. Mike Dicker. And Mike Dicker was saying a leader. Uh, in fact, uh, Smith read a book with, about the U.S. Navy about yeah, his a dad leader. Gave him that book. Yeah, and the leader basically fits in with the team, and he's there. But they all look up to him to lead the team, and that's what Smith did. Smith said to them yesterday or last night, "We're going to win this game. We are not going to be. Sh- we're not going to be put down by the Arizona Cardinals." They went out there, they ran down the field, they did exactly what they needed to do, and they won the game. Unbelievable finish. I thought the Cardinals won. I watched it. I'm saying to my Myself, you know, this is going to come down, and I was right. I was 100. I didn't want to believe it because I wanted to stay positive, but I couldn't stay positive anymore, right? I just saw them just mowing them down and mowing them down. It was like what happened. To the, what happened to this defense? It just fell apart. Anyway, well, I don't have. I don't have an answer for that, fan. I, you know what? But, but I've been trying to tell you this since yeah, April about right, this. Right. I, well, I, listen. I, well, somebody what, else what, can tell me. I am, somebody, hey, somebody else can I'm tell me. The prophet. Listen, you listen to Real I'm Sports the on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host <laughs> in the world. 
Fan, fan man. man. And uh, <laughs> if you'd like to give us a call, you can give us a call at 866-472-5788. And we'll be right back. I think we're going to be right back. Hey, where are they at? The engineers, oh, they must be eating lunch. No, we've got... They, they say, oh, there they are. They're going to let us take a break. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, we need a break. The Cardinals need a break. <laughs> the Cardinals need a break. Oh, you're off. And we're going to talk about some kickers when we Okay, we'll back. be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Okay, we're back. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network. It's voiceamericasports.com along uh, with Ray Ellis. I'm Fan Man. On the Ray Ellis Sports Talk Show, we talk about the Cardinals and the NFL right after Pat Summerall. And Pat had uh, Troy Aikman on today. Yeah, you cool. know, yeah, uh, Troy on and uh, the Cowboys, man. The Cowboys look good. Yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys looking good, yeah, man. Yeah, Cow- Cowboys look real good. What, what was that, 45 to 38? That was a great game. Well, and uh, and, and T.O. looked good. You know, yeah, T.O. looked great. T.O. Yeah. looked good. Uh, you know, Romo looked good, you know. You know you know who's in the, the in the shitter? Who's is that? um Giants. Well... The, they the, lost Eli Manning for a month. I mean, they got they got a lot of problems. Those guys. Well, yeah, you know, they, they had problems going into the season, you know, because yeah, there was a lot of controversy. And they weren't with short, that Tiki you know. Barber. Tiki yeah, Barber was yeah. on the Today Show. But, I, but I, I'll tell you what, I I think that uh, that that Manning did a good job up until the point where he got hurt, and uh, you know, I hope he comes back and he recovers. But listen, we 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 got a tough one coming up this weekend. It's Seattle. called Seattle. And, and 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 talk about you know we're talking about an attitude, and Seattle was physical this you know this past game. You know, as a matter of fact, they uh, uh, did they hurt somebody on my yeah, well. Couple Bay, a couple people for Tampa Bay, you know, you know, Cadillac got hurt and Garcia got hurt, and uh, you know that's a physical football game, and, and that's what I was saying about when we saw the Cincinnati Bengals and 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 the Ravens play. Is that was a if a, if it's a low scoring game and people are playing sound fundamental football, and it's a battle going back and forth, you don't mind that kind of game. But when it's a sloppy game and there's no hitting going on, it's not a physical football game, that's not exciting. That's boring, it's boring. football. It was boring. Yeah. But Seattle, Seattle's, Seattle's going, not boring. Well, Seattle's not going to be boring. And I'll tell you what, if you know, 
not to say that, uh, you know, that San Francisco doesn't have a good running back, because they do got a very good running back who ran for about 1,600 yards last, last year, but, uh, Sean Alexander coming in is, you know, hey, that's gonna be a tough task for us. Yeah, you know, Seattle is not San Francisco, so this is gonna be, you know, I'll give in a little bit and say, okay, with San Francisco, but Seattle's really gonna tell the fans in the state of Arizona and the fans around the country that are Cardinal fans, really what this team is made of. Uh, this will be the telltale game. This will be the telltale game. Yeah, well, it will. at this point in the season, the second game of but the season. But you know season, what? After, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but after that slop house yesterday, I mean, the Eagles had a problem with Green Bay, but the Eagles had problems on special teams, not on the offense-defense. They just they just gave it away from, for special teams problems. But this, this was not special teams. This was the offense-defense, and it was not pretty. But anyway, getting off the Cardinals, um, guess who got signed by the Raiders? The Raiders signed Jamarcus Russell. Well, it, it's about time. Thirty-one you know, it, million. It, it's about time. Hey, you know, to this. That's guaranteed, dude. Well, listen, thirty-one it, it, listen, million. We, again, we don't. I don't want to talk about the money. You know, I don't I'm care what you. you I just want to. I want to see him play. Well, you know, you know I want to see him play. I want to come and hey, see him earn hey, his hey, money for thirty-one million. I think he'll be playing next week. No, no, he will not. He will not. And see, that's another thing. Now, again, our quarterback no, now, Matt Lyon. Here's the thing about our quarterback, Matt Lyon. Matt suck. has got a season under his belt, so he should come in and he should be. He is now an experienced quarterback. You no, know? you told me last week that an experienced, ex- really, no, on the telephone, you told me an experienced quarterback is a guy who comes in and he he works his way up one, two, three, four years, and when he gets no, to no, 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 four, four years, no, 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 third, 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 no, no, that's what you told no, me. No, 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 I've never felt no. Oh, For okay. one, I'm, oh, well, I'm one, maybe I'm good. one that does believe that a quarterback who is drafted as high as you know these guys we're talking about should be put into the lineup and given the opportunity to learn on the job. You know, now, you know what? if he doesn't learn on the job because people are concerned about the fact you're going to throw him against the Wolves, if you got a good offensive line, then they should protect him. Right. Well, you know what they were talking about last night, uh, you know, the three announcers? They were saying that Leinart coming into this game basically knows how to read NFL defenses because that's the way USC trained. USC played like an NFL team, so they were giving him higher marks so he could adjust, or not even he didn't even have to adjust. He would just go into the game and know exactly what was going on and know how to deal with it versus a quarterback who didn't play in that type of scheme at you with USC. Well, he had a, uh, a coach, a head coach at USC. Who, who was a former NFL coach. Who had been a, a, an NFL coach and a damn good coach because there's, there's a defense out there now that everybody talks about the Tampa 2 of which there's been a special on ESPN with Tony Dungy and some other coaches. They're, they're, they're basically acknowledging it wasn't ESPN. I think it's the NFL channel, but they're acknowledging you know minority coaches that you know, are you know, you know in the system. But but they're talking about this this Tampa two. Tampa two existed in 1979 at the Ohio State University and was right. taught to me by right. Pete Carroll. There you go. Pete Carroll knows Tampa two or whatever they want to call cover two mm-hmm. as well as anybody can teach anybody that coverage. Now let me also say this to you about Pete Carroll. He's been a head coach. Matt Liner, yes, was a part of an NFL system, but there is something called college football Versus and there's something eight. called the National Football, Football League. Right. And he competed against college football players. He was a very good college football player. All but I said, oh, he man. is not Wait. a oh, very good, good NFL quarterback. Right. And All he will not be a starter five years from now. All I'm saying is that's what they said last night, that he came from a... a, a uh, a, uh, a school that basically goes with the NFL and plays like uh, with NFL defenses and offenses. Anyway, getting into some other controversies like we always like to get in here. Uh, you're listening to Ray Ellis on the, uh, the Ray Ellis Show with uh, Fan Man. 
The videotape controversy. The NFL confirmed that it is looking into claims that the New England Patriots employee was videotaping signals by the Jets coaches on the New York sideline. Oh, 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 and, and listen, it, listen, it, it's, it's cheating. It's cheating. And and you can't call it anything else right. other than cheating. When you played, did you now, ever cheat? Listen, I, you hey, know, right. and I'm, I'm going to sit here. I will not mention any Are names. Are you a cheater? Listen, to protect the innocents, names will be changed. But I can tell you that I was brought into a room, and I was asked to sit down with one of the coaches and to go over the signals of which another team would be sending out to their players really? on the field to call the defense. So they actually And as a matter that? of fact, for an entire game, after the game, I asked the coach, how did I do? He said, ah, you did okay. I said, I did okay? What do you mean I did okay? You got one wrong. <laughs> the entire game, we cheated, and we stole their signals as they signaled and the let, defense let ask, in. Okay, let me ask you a question. Did you beat the team? Yes, we won. Yeah, yeah man. Of course so we cheating, won. Cheating works, man. Well, well cheating, no, but here's the fact of the cheating, matter cheating is. Cheating works. You know, and, and, and some <laughs> coach yesterday said something about, you know, uh, hey, you can go back to the Brooklyn Dodgers <laughs> back then and somebody stole their signals or something like that. Hey, wait a minute. But right, listen, right, no, right. no, the game, but listen, sportsmanship. Don't cheat. Hey, hey, right. Is that why they put their, 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 their little clipboards over their mouth so they can't see what's being you, said? Now, you understand hey, that? Baby, you, you let's, that? let's go get some chicken ribs tonight. You know, and why what? is that? Why, why do you have to, you, you know, if, if they're putting something over their face, yeah, they put something over their face like this, like I'm doing right now. Now listen, so, I, if you, you, know what I'm if saying you stood ten feet away from me, I couldn't read your lips. Hey Ray, I'm so saying something about know. you right now. You know what I'm saying about you? Yeah, I know you're saying yeah, something yeah. terrible about me, but that just lets you know that the league knows that. Listen, it's just not somebody across the field who's trying to read my lips. There's somebody zoomed in on my lips. Well, you know what? You got very powerful cameras out there, and this whole society is built around spying on each other because we love voyeurism, whether it's sex or football, or whatever. Football. I mean, but see, there's now. Now they're actually going in into the game, in, into the into their uh, little holders of where their plays are, and they have video cameras that are strong enough and, and that can that can go right in there and see exactly what the plays are going to be, what's coming up on the plays. That's amazing. Listen, I, I went to the Ohio State University. The Ohio State, and you know what? It was called three yards in a cloud of dust. And you know why? Why? Because Woody Hayes says, "Guess what? You line up there, and I'm gonna line up here, and we're gonna run right at you, mano on mano, and let's see who wins." What? Whatever happened to that? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care what's going on. It, it could be third and five. You Doesn't know, that piss you off? Yeah, it, that I, you wanna, off I, I just want to play football. I don't need you to cheat. You know, I don't need you yeah, to but you cheat. cheated. No, no, it was my job. Oh, it was your job. It would have been insubordination okay. if he'd have bought me in the room. So you're gonna, they could have kicked, kicked you off the team? I, I didn't, I, if really? I told them the wrong thing? You should have went to the NFL, so they wanted, they wanted me to cheat. You would have well, them b- them. believe me, there's a lot of people <laughs> out there now that are going to be talking about cheating. And of course, it was the New England Patriots who was supposed to be the class of the NFL, right? Right, and they're cheating. And they're, they're cheating. They're being accused of being They're cheating, cheating to win. As a matter of fact, not only accused, they said they did it last year, the same employee. There you go. See against that? the Green Bay Packers. Well, how'd they catch this guy anyway? Well, you know what? I, I remember <laughs> this is going to be a funny. How they catch I, the cheater? I, here's what I got to tell you. You know, when you actually, I had a show when I was uh, after I retired. I was up in Philadelphia, and I actually had a uh, uh, a talk show, sports talk show, uh, but it was, it was TV, right? Mm-hmm. And so I sent one of the cameramen out to do the game. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact of the matter is, when you're when you're from the media and you're on the sidelines, you get a sideline pass. Mm-hmm. You're actually supposed to be reporting on the game, and uh, it, and, and anything else that seems to be that gets to the point where it distracts your attention and you're you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to be doing and you're not focused, then someone's going to come and tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, but you're supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z, and right. this is a warning. If you don't do it, then you So what happened is that cameraman, because of that tight security, they were watching him to see in which direction of he, what he was doing. 
And obviously he was his camera was not pointed towards the field. So it where was, was it pointed? pointed? Towards the direction of the coach. Oh, okay. And so because of that, they realized, wow, what's going on? You know what? This is like Watergate. You know, this is like Watergate. Now the person who okay, turned so, them in so is probably going to so, get fired. Okay, so what are they going to do now? Uh, no, nobody can bring in video cameras into the into the uh, stadium. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, that. where was he doing this? Was he? Uh, he's an employee, so he could have been in the stands. No, he was on he, the field. No, he could have been sitting right behind the the uh, bench. And had a good shot, and he was just it looked like he was just uh, filming the game. But I didn't think you could bring video cameras into an NFL uh, game. No, I, no, no. You can. I think you can bring a. You know, I know you can't. I bring know, a video. They, they, but even cameras nowadays have digital, so you you can do some video of. of no, no, but you, no, no, no. You, you need a high powered camera because you got to be close to that clipboard. You got to be close. You can't do it with a with a with a cell phone uh, type of camera. You need a high end digital camera. And did you, you see? A, night, did you see this thing on Nightline where they actually got these guys filming these guys? From a little camera, yeah. when the, the wives gave it to them to see how badly they treat them on Sunday. No, that was on Dateline. Dateline, NBC. yeah. Okay. Was that cool? That's a small little camera. Yeah, but that was only in that one little confined space. But if that camera had to go see like no, 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 up. if that camera had to go fifty yards, because the guy's sitting up there in the stand and he has the camera. Fanman, fanman, on the problem. Google Earth. Would you please wake up? Wait, 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 Google wait, Earth Google can Earth. find you over in I, I, Russia. And you're going right. to come tell me about what kind about of camera Google these guys Earth. get? I'm talking about, well, it's the National off. Football League. They okay. got the best. In so, <laughs> so, so in other words, you're telling they're me they're cheaters. They're, they're cheaters. You're telling me that the guy that works for the New England Patriots, they gave him a camera, and they said you're going to be a spectator. You go in and you sit on the other side. We'll get the we'll buy the seat for you. You just sit there like a dumbass. I don't know what they told him. No, I don't know where he I'm was. I'm just saying allegedly. You sit you sit there like a, a dumbass fan and get that camera up and make sure it's pointed right toward that playbook, toward that clipboard, so we can find out what's going on and then radio to us what the the play is going to be. They've got a system. Systems work, and the system has been working for them. And we're probably going to find out a little bit more so, about I mean, this. Yeah, They've been goes cheating on. for years now. They, that's right. Last year they were cheating against Green Bay. That was last year. So wow. they probably were cheating before then. So too. you think any of the other teams might be cheating? I told you I cheated. I know. Well, you you are cheating. And that was I, years I, ago, and they're still cheating. They're just getting better at it now. They're getting better equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know. But uh, let's go on and, and, and talk a little bit more anyway. about some football. And you know. And so we talked well, that, about that's a big thing in the NFL. Yeah, that's a big. That, I mean, that, that's, that a big that, that's real big. It, it's and I and I hope the fans out there will be as upset as they are with players about different things because if they were this, I mean, this is cheating. Well, you know what? It could be blown out of proportion now. No, it can't no, be blown. No, it could be blown out because they say my team lost because somebody was cheating. Somebody got. And that's oh, okay. I mean, that's they what could I'm start saying. That up. That, but that's exactly what I'm saying because when you go back and you know if there's somebody who had steroids, okay, and they say that that was a performance enhancement drug. So what they want to do is they want to go back and they want to again put an asterisk next to their names because they cheated. Okay, this is something that enhanced their performance on the field because they had some information okay. of All which right. they obtained illegally. Well, then the NFL has another problem other than Michael. Vic and uh, sloppy, uh, sloppy play or sloppy teams. Okay, well, listen. There's one thing that's good about us about this uh, what, this, what, this past what, weekend. What? That is, when we look at our conference. Okay, again, as we talked about Seattle coming in, which you know preseason, I think they're predicted to win the West. You, you, you got to give them that. You know, in our division, it looks like Seattle's going to be there. We played San Francisco last night. Okay, and the Rams. The Rams lost. Yeah, they lost. And and some people. Well, Pick ba- the Rams to maybe win this no, division. No, back in back in a couple of weeks ago, we uh, you act, you asked me you asked me who who was going to win and who's going to lose with the Cardinals. I said San Francisco loss, Seattle loss, St. Louis. Seattle loss. Se- no, they're, no, I'm, I'm t- the Cardinals are going to lose that game. Okay. Okay. 
Wow, why do we always have to go to break when we're having fun? We're always having fun. Anyway, you're listening to Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Sports Show on VoiceAmericaSports.com. I was told to say that or else I'd get my ass fired. Again, VoiceAmericaSports.com. My name is Fan Man. If you like to call and you have the numbers, it's on the website. Anyway, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. We're going to get that guy fired who doesn't yeah, uh, does let us keep talking all the time. We have the kicker at. Where's the kicker. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your Internet flagship station for sports. We need to get more of the Cardinals uh, listening to the show because uh, when you listen to this show, we let you know that's how it's done. Well, you know, it's funny, Ray. We have more people around the country listening to us than we do in Arizona. Well, you know, that's good. Well, why is that? that well, because you're talking cause about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, but we're, talk- we're, we're trying to let the, the world know what's going on here in the Valley. Well, they know. We, we have to talk more about the NFL. And- well, we're going to talk more about the NFL because as, yeah. as, as, we were, as we were leaving the air, you know, I started to tell you a little bit about the, the rest of this division. Okay. And you said that I said. It's always that he said it and I said it. I'm and the, I don't hey, know why you do that. Hey, I'm an honest man. I'm the prophet. And I, but I'm going to tell you now, listen. Right. Well, this this division that we're in, it's yeah. not a bad division to be in because, listen, we saw what Frisco has to offer. It's we, San Fran. We're going to play them again. We, we can beat them. 
Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on now. In order to get into the what? playoffs, you, know you got to win your division. Wait a minute. What did you see last night? Okay. I'm I don't even want to talk about this No, anymore. no. We got, just, no, I'm going to stick with this because I'm no, telling I you don't. there's hope. There's there hope is no because, hope. listen, okay. There's I'm no telling you that we can beat San you know Francisco. I've been, telling you, wait, I've been telling you since April, and you still don't believe me. I you actually saw it with your own eyes last night. I saw it with my own eyes, you, and I saw, saw last night that that is not the best football we could play. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because guess what? Wait a minute. Matt Liner is not going to be our quarterback. Okay. I'll, I'll take you on. I'll, I'll call you out on that. I, Kurt, I, I believe Kurt Warner will be the quarterback okay, by the fourth so of the game. Agree. But I also I also believe that you're a Monday Night Football, and it's it's the whole country's watching, and you want to make a statement, and they did not make the statement. Okay, I'm agreeing with you on that. that. But what I'm also agreeing is I'm looking at this division. It's probably one of the weakest divisions in football, and I'm telling you, we uh, stand a chance to make it to the playoffs, excuse you, because excuse of me. the fact that we're going to win that West. I mean, look at that. You're oh, talking about God. Seattle. You you're talking about you you're talking Frisco, and you're talking the Rams. Right. You're not going to drive that positive influence in on me. You got to wait. You know what? I'm the prophet. I've been telling you since April, and everybody has put me down. Everybody has said I'm negative. I'm this. I'm that. And you know what? I was right. But you know what? I I'm go right. Back. You know what? You I know what? Now that I think about it, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> and you can check the record to see. We actually had the best division record last year amongst division teams, but, but they, we didn't have the best overall record. Yeah, 5'11". Okay, so that's what I'm telling you. I am telling you, telling you in terms me? of our own division, within our division, I'm telling you that we can win this division. I'm going to tell you something. But you we've, it's, just, it's just our out-of-conference games that we're worried about. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something. Seattle's coming in here next week, and Seattle watched that game last night, and they know exactly what they're going to do to the Cardinals. They, they are going to punish the Cardinals. They're going to punish If them. they come in and they try to run the ball against us, I'm, I'm telling you what, any team who comes to us and tries to beat us with the run, I am not that intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, but if there's a team that comes in here and we have to pass in order to beat them, I'm concerned about it. I'm not even concerned about if we've got a run to beat a team well, because know, last you know night we showed some promise in our running game. I think that uh, the running game has. To I heard, heard that edge. Yeah, yeah, and I like the edge. Of course, you you said he's an old man and a senior citizen. He's still a senior citizen. No, he. You know what? He played well. He when they opened. When he they, played okay. When they opened the hole. And and that was very rare. But if they can get that offensive line more cohesive and open those holes up, the running game is gonna is gonna help the Cardinals this year. The passing game is gonna be weak due to Linehart unless they get their act together or Warner comes into the game. Well, you know what? That's it. You know, there's some things of which we've got to understand that a running back can only be as good as his offensive line, and a quarterback can right. only be as good as Even his offensive line. Even my girlfriend is watching and saying, yeah, I, I, I forced her to watch uh, Sunday football, and she watched it. I said, do you see where they open those holes up and they go right through the hole? She goes, yeah, I see that. And then I said, watch the Cardinals do the same thing. And she goes, no, I didn't see that. I said, well, yeah, this is a female. This is somebody who could care less about football can even see it. And I well, said, don't be, I said, be objective. Don't do it because I'm a, you know, I am who I am, and I am famous. Don't do that. Just tell me the truth. And she's watching it herself. But she was falling asleep, so I had to pinch her ass a few times. To get right <laughs> uh, again, this is PG. <laughs> but, fam, man, I, I've got to do something. I've got to apologize to the kickers. I've got to apologize to the kickers in the world out there because Why? Why of the fact the kickers actually had a good game this weekend. The kickers actually won some games. I mean, as a matter of fact, going back to situation football, as I keep talking right. to you about, mm-hmm. you know, the Denver Broncos at the very last play of the game in overtime was able to get their, uh, you know, field goal team out on the field. The holder was, I, I guess the holder for some reason or other didn't know that they were going to kick this right. field goal. He almost didn't make it on the field. And, you know, a last second field goal and they win. Elon was great. He kicked that ball. That was, fa- in fact, Pat Summerall. Green, Green Pat Bay. Sum- Pat Summerall opened the show up. Yeah. And, did that, and Green Bay too. Yeah. Look at Green Bay. You know, I, I mean, a couple 
Okay, well, I the same thing with the, the Redskins. The Redskins. Yeah. You know, the Redskins. So, I, you know, you know, I guess I, I don't want to do it, but there is a place and a time, you know, for everything. I can't Even wait. Even for a kicker to win a game. Again, I can't wait for next week because next Sunday, Cardinals and Seattle, and also Monday Night Football, Green. Uh, I'm sorry, Washington uh, and Philly. Well, yeah, Monday well, Night Football. And, and Donovan McNabb looked pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I thought McNabb looked really good. They were just sloppy on special teams. They should have won that game. Uh, the Green Bay was no way as, as close as Philly was, and um, you know, Philly, Philly just for some reason the special teams messed up. You'll see a different. That, that, but that's situation football: offense, defense, special teams. Everybody has to be on point. And you all have to you have to win those situations. If you don't win those situations, you're not going to win. If it's third and short, that defense has to stop them. If they don't stop them, the offense continues on yep. and they go down and they move the ball. What do you think about Brett Favre? What you, you know because Brett Favre can do some things. If a young quarterback does that, they think he's it's inexperienced. He should never do that. Some of the stuff that Brett does, mm-hmm. but it's okay if you're Brett Favre. He's been 15 years in the league. Does that mean so? Does that mean that experience? Because remember, you know, I told you the only role that any football players are going to play for my kids is to show them how to play football. Right. Is Brett setting a good example for a young quarterback who's got people all over him to kind of underhand it to a running back in front of him? Is is, is that? I don't know. Come on, you well, sure, you certainly got how to play how to play the quarterback position. Well, you know what? He go he plays to win. But see, on the other hand, he plays when, to win. Yeah, well, you you I do mean, play you to win. You have to shovel that pass off to get ten yards or five yards or six yards. And you know, here's the thing: when you're coming down and you know that you're in trouble, and Leonard's sitting there and he's going, oh. Oh shit! Here it comes again, and they're coming after him. He has to make some decisions, and the playbook is out of the game. You're playing football now; you got to make decisions, and you got to make them quick. And you see some guy open, you throw that ball and hope to God he catches it. But you know, last night, I mean, Brett Favre is not Matt Leinart, and Donovan McNabb is not Matt Leinart. Those two guys are such great quarterbacks. They 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 are entertainers on the field, and they make you. I like when Donovan laughs when he messes up. Or when he does good, it's just he—he—it's a game. It's you're, fun. You're, enjoy, it's yeah, it's and you're enjoying it. It's entertaining. You're it, but at right. the same time, when it's—it's it's like when everything around you is falling on you. You have to keep your composure. And what this is something I'm not sure That's Matt. The, I'm not sure Matt understands that when he scrambles, I think he actually forgets what the pass routes that all of his yeah, all, all of yeah. his receivers are running because there's somebody open somewhere. And if they, nothing well, else, you know dump it off to the back. They kept on saying that last night. Ditka kept on saying, look at Larry Johnson's wide open. He's wide open. He's wide. Where is Leinart? Well, let me say something they, else about Matt. Matt, and I, I again, I, I, I have nothing against <laughs> left-handed quarterbacks, but there's only been a couple in the NFL that's ever been successful. Right. A receiver is open at the break, not once he gets into his route. So you have to throw the ball many times when the receiver's back is turned. And when he turns around, the ball's there. The ball's there. Right. You know, and then the uh, receiver, right. that I got to say this though, early in the game when Matt threw his first interception, it might have been for a touchdown. Did you see that? The receiver did not break back to the ball. The receiver also has to come back to the ball and make the defensive back have to go through. Okay, you. based on that one play when the interception happened, why did that happen? I mean, they were off kilter. In other words, well, he said, you're going to run down to the, you're going to run down eight yards. This is this is the play. Receiver did not come. Receiver, receiver did not help his quarterback. But, but he that, did not that, come back. But the defensive guy was right there, and he saw it coming. And the and the and uh, I don't know who it was. Was it Antron Ball? I don't know who the player was. But he didn't turn around and bang. And you know, he just picked it up. You got to come out of that break, and you got to come out with some anyway, speed. And so it was fun. We got to come out with some speed next week. And we did this week. You got, I mean, the Cardinals got to come out hard, uh, hard uh, fast, okay. strong, right. hitting. This is going to be a okay. physical football game. Physical, it's yeah, at uh, home because otherwise, those sixty or seventy thousand. People, will they come the next week? Uh, probably. 
They'll still come. <laughs> They'll still come. Well, they you know what, then? Anyway, the first NFL se- uh, week is over. What an interesting week. We've been talking about it since April. The Cardinals are 0-1, and uh, we've been talking about the Cardinals for quite some time. Anyway, uh, starting uh, this uh, coming Sunday, Seattle versus uh, Arizona right here in Phoenix. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network. And believe it or not, I had a great time. Uh, even though the Cardinals didn't win, I'm going to stay positive. Cardinals over Seattle next week. Listen, I'm Ray Ellis on Voice America. Next week we'll be back. And as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. You're a kicker, man. You're a kicker. And you're a kicker. And you're other in life. You're a kicker. I know you're a kicker. I'm not too cold, and you know, for me to say, yeah, I've got to be made.